0: treadmill gets harder every time. Hello everyone. We're all here at the local gym getting into shape for our next Disney trip. Working out with me are Jill, Sammy, Lloyd, John, Claire and Ben and Becca. Hi guys.
1: Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. All
0: right, take five everybody. Everybody knows that Mickey shaped food has no calories, honest. But this is a time of year when many of us start wishing we were looked a bit more Baywatch a bit less bay max and try to eat a little more healthily our intrepid wafflers have looked at the food offerings right across wdw and have come up with some ideas on healthier options of course one idea is to save calories for that special date night and the team have been researching some alternatives for a Valentine's celebration that won't break the bank plus we have your mickey mention still to come but first it's time for a spin on the carousel of questions, and this time it's Lloyd.
2: Favorite park.
3: MGM Studios. Yes. Ride that you hate. Uh, primeval twirl, World, thing. Most overrated snack. Uh,
2: dolwit. Favourite transportation mode in Walt Disney World? Uh, People Mover. Favourite table service restaurant? Uh, Cali Grill. Resort you haven't stayed at but want to more than anything else on Earth? Uh,
3: Bay Lake Tower. Favourite car park? Uh, The one that holds the Alamo garage at uh, Orlando International.
2: Typhoon, Blizzard or Volcano Bay? Typhoon. Galaxy's Edge or Diagon Alley? Galaxy's Edge. Early morning or late night park visit? Oh, uh, um, late night. Keep the magic or backstage detail? Keep the magic, but I'll do uh, behind the scenes. Favourite other podcast or vlogger about Disney? Uh,
3: good old Tim Tracker. On-site or off-site? On-site.
0: Okay, guys, back to the hard work. Let's see if you can do 10 reps. No, I said reps, not creps. Which reminds me, we have a few news items to bring you up to date.
4: So, guys, what's new? Thanks, Peter. I'm going to keep these short and sweet. Actually, there's going to be a new feature included this month into the updates. Straight from Magic Kingdom is the news that Halloween starts on August the 13th this year. Just worth knowing if you're having a summer trip planned as August park hours were released a couple of weeks ago. For anyone traveling there this month, do keep your eyes peeled for some merchandise on sale that celebrate the 45th anniversary of Space Mountain and Carousel of Progress. From Animal Kingdom, just one thing to report, and that was some concept art for Avatar 2 which clearly shows lands that we're already familiar with from Flight of the Passage, although the release date for the film is now December 2021. In the studios, where you possibly still need to take your hotel bed in order to gain access to one of the boarding groups of Rise of the Resistance, R2-D2 Droid is testing currently and in the launch bay, which should be another exciting addition to all things Star Wars. Over in Toy Story Land, work continues at a pace at the roundup rodeo barbecue which will open in the summer if you're going in the next few months keep an eye on the progress being made it's actually on the right hand side just as you enter toy story land next grab your hard hat high vis jacket and join me in epcot where amid all the building work we again have the positive news of the new openings we told you about last month together with the signage appearing for the ratatouille ride Keep your eyes peeled for gusto in the area, in the run-up to the area being opened in the summer. Also, keep your ears open, as there are many changes underway to the background music loops throughout the park, but already being heard on World Showcase. These are linking with Disney movies, especially Coco and Milan, and also in the French Pavilion, where Beauty and the Beast features. Also there will be the opening of a creperie, open by the same company that owns Chef de France and Monsieur Paul. This looks a really great addition if you ever need a quick prep when exploring World Showcase. Also in Epcot, we have reached the midpoint of the Test Track Refurb, which will hopefully reopen at the end of February. Now, I did say I was going to keep the updates short this month, as I'm going to conclude with two items that have really narked us in the past few weeks. So instead of an update, this is Sort it out, Disney. Item one is the news that the resorts served by the Skyliner having their bus services to Epcot and Hollywood Studios reduced to just one bus an hour. Which well, seems illogical when you think of the needs of, of actually real people, especially those with a fear of heights. Yeah, sort that out, Disney. And then item two, on a totally different theme is the inability to get through to book anything for Disneyland Paris. I know it's become something of a joke between some of us wafflers, but to have to wait over 45 minutes to have someone take your money off you to book something is most on disney like They really do need to sort this out. Over to you guys. I think I've spent about
2: three hours of the past four days just trying to buy an annual pass.
5: Have You been? Have you, you haven't been ringing the 08448 number, have you? No, I haven't, no.
4: At seven pence a minute. Seven pence a minute? And being held up for that length of time, Claire. Yeah,
5: what
4: my word. Oh, that's dreadful. Yeah,
5: I'm not gonna go
4: there. What I can't understand is how difficult it is to try and get through. And it's not it's not just a group of people. This is you know, obviously this is coming from online as well. And I know that there's a known problem within the Disney booking system, but doesn't he, doesn't he not want to take your money off you that's, that's a new one on me i must admit i think they've got
2: lots of promotions going on at the minute and maybe it's just showing the issues that people can't get through people are actually realizing actually it's a good price to pay um and booking up. So everyone's phoning or um trying to use online but it's not working as quickly or as efficiently as they wanted it to because i've been hearing that people have been if you've been signed in and just done a booking online just to see what the price is they've been receiving invoices by email even if they haven't booked oh no yeah so imagine that you've just been looking at i don't know the disneyland hotel looked for four or five nights and it's it's coming about two thousand pounds and you think oh no i'll I'll look elsewhere and then within 24 hours you've got an email saying that thank you for booking here's your invoice for two thousand pounds
6: Oh no card details though no but oh, well, um can't get charged then
2: yeah they just have to phone, phone up ironically enough oh, and um get it cancelled
4: or check that it isn't actually books properly yeah so you mean to say that sneaky sort of three four days i was looking at over for over easter <laughs> is going to come back and bite me and i never even got through on the phone <laughs> <laughs> it could happen no
2: <laughs> I don't think it's been going through. I just think it's just something wrong with
4: Disney's IT. Mm. There's nothing new there, then, is there? Yeah, that never no. happens.
5: <laughs> Maybe they're using the Wi-Fi they have at uh, Disneyland Paris. Uh, <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah. Or
5: not. Maybe or not, as yeah. the case may be. Indeed.
4: Uh, well, hey, I think I think we've, we'll add that one, Claire. For I think when. Is it Ben and Becca? You're going to DLP next, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. A few um, weeks you can, time. You can update this on on the sorted out Disney on the uh, the Wi-Fi front in Paris as well, then. As long as we get our annual pass by then, it'll all be good.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> like, otherwise,
4: yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Lloyd's still on the phone to them tonight. You know, <laughs> Could be. four days later.
6: <laughs> I hope he's not paying seven p a minute.
2: So do I. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I don't get is why there's not a number for Disneyland Paris that is an 0800 one, when you can phone Disney Holidays and
1: yeah. there is one. Yeah.
5: yeah, I think a lot of people do use the. It's different branches of the same company, so
1: yeah,
5: Disney Holidays, so the Walt Disney Travel Company have an 0800 number, but obviously they they have slightly different pricing structure to the the Disneyland Paris dot co dot Do
2: so they always oh, offer 15. the same offers or
5: no? they don't and they don't they don't operate from the same location um but they i mean it's all disney they're just different arms of the company
4: that's really interesting yeah. that claire because you know, i don't know if i've, I've not really ranted or i'm here about it but certainly on part of a trip report we had a hideous check-in at port Orleans um but the american cast member who tried to check us in basically said that the walt disney world travel company uk was more or less a travel agent. They weren't affiliated to Walt Disney World in any way, shape or form, which was an absolute lie. And we only found that out probably, I think it was nearly two weeks later into the holiday when I got a very a very good phone call um, back from somebody in customer services who had basically sort of tried to email while we are on holiday. Um, but I've never, never ever got to the bottom of it. And, you know, to see how fragmented the whole company becomes when you're trying to, you're actually trying to give them money rather than going to another travel agent and actually giving the travel agent the, the commission and and such like. I think it's, it's quite scary, really.
5: Yeah, and I'm I'm, I'm certain that with the, the challenges that Disneyland Paris are facing with their online booking system and their phone lines, and um, I believe that they've migrated to their call centre somewhere else recently, which has not helped. I think probably some other companies like Magic Breaks and people like that are probably coining it in, to be honest with you, because people will go elsewhere, which is a shame because, you know, prices will possibly be a little bit higher they may not but someone has to make money out of it somewhere
4: yeah I think it's sad as well because I think there's always the inclination that if you are booking with the official site there's that little bit extra sort of protection that little bit extra sort of knowledge that it won't go wrong at the end of the day and now nah, I'm sad to hear that in a way
1: yeah
5: and I, th- I think there's things that have to happen through the you know directly with you know, Ben Becker trying to buy an annual pass. You can't do that through anybody else.
4: So, yeah. Yeah.
5: You, know, you just have to kind of wait, I guess.
4: Not good. Sammy, you got to tell me something about the Skyliner, weren't you?
5: Man, don't even get me
7: started. Disney trying to force you to ride the Skyliner. They've spent all this money on the Skyliner that no one asked for, and they're trying to like force you to ride it. It's like, what? I don't want to ride it. I want to go on the bus, um. But as you said, John, they're they're bringing the buses down to one an hour to Skyliner um parks, which is Epcot and Hollywood Studios, right? Yep.
4: Yes, yeah.
6: Yeah.
7: Yeah. So um, for hotels that have a Skyliner, and I just noticed it because I've seen it about pop, because I am seeing it pop in me that they're. Bringing those down to one bus an hour? How ridiculous is that? Yeah, is which resorts is that? That's it is. pop. So it must be pop, art of animation, Caribbean, Caribbean. Caribbean. Caribbean Beach, Caribbean. Riviera,
0: Caribbean. and any of the Epcot resorts. The animation Pop Century.
6: Boardwalk, um, you're on Beach Club. The bus, the bus, the bus
4: service from there wasn't great anyway because the so it's so easy to walk or get the, the yeah. uh, water taxi anyway. Yeah, that's so true. You just basically jump the the friendship boat and you're you're up and down the waterway, I or think... you or you can walk, you know, yeah. to, from 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 those resorts. I I personally, you know, I'm 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 either way because actually I quite like the idea of getting the Skyliner. I think it's a really you know really brilliant thing to go and enjoy but there's a lack of thought for certain people here and I, I find that whole part of it to just sort of do away with the bus service and not actually think about people who've you know, the, you know people have got a fear of heights and you know for a, comp- for a company that have gone and I know we will talk about this later for a company gone to such great depths about how you cater for very different needs as regarding food they're not thinking about things that are so obvious.
7: They're also not taking into account people with disabilities or illnesses that can't ride um, the Skyliner. And also the Skyliner is something that is new uh, and recently crashed. Like people were stuck in the air for three hours and it recently crashed. So it's like, oh, we're trying to force you to take the Skyliner that again, no one asked for like it's cool you want to build that that that's fine Disney you do you like you've got billions and billions of pounds to do this but don't force people to use it if they don't want to use it
2: to me Disney's always been about having the option so I think the thing is by reducing the amount of buses it's forcing people to use something they'll either going to wait an hour for um, but also what will happen to park clothes well, I know I can't see them just running one bus an hour when, just imagine when Aircon Hollywood Studios close. And
4: that's going to yeah. be a nightmare. I exactly. think that's a really pertinent point out, Ben, then as well. You know, I, I personally, you know, going back to when the ideas for the Skyliner were first mooted, I know that there was issues from the bus drivers or the bus driving union, if there is one. But the bus drivers were actually promised that the Skyliner was not going to impact upon their working life and I feel sorry for those guys because actually they're really really good at the job and suddenly because you put the Skylar in an X amount of millions of pounds let's cut the bus service so therefore not include more bus drivers and I don't know I just it, it stinks to me I think it's just a really horrible thought and, it, and like you said Sammy it's people who've got real needs in real life who are being left behind.
2: I think Disney buses aren't cheap to run, and I think Disney have known that for a while. That's possibly a reason they've looked at Skyliner as a cheaper, for them, sort of tra- transport. As they can expand that. everywhere else. But I'm wondering whether the Skyliner will become normal through all other resorts as well. And it's not something we'd have to get used to, but maybe something that Disney are just planning on sort of realigning how their transport works.
7: Did are really 50-50 about it? Um, and I see their points like there's a lot of um, people talking about you know uh, low carbon emissions and, and stuff like that and I'm all for that but the Skyliner is problematic in so many different ways
4: I think as well I think there's an also another argument about the Disney buses because I, I think some of them if, if, if not most of them do they not run off uh, like vegetable pre-used vegetable oils and things like that they're not actually using proper diesel, or I don't know. I would need to check. I'd to check fifty percent, fifty percent diesel, fifty yeah.
7: percent. Yeah. No, thanks. I'd rather they'd like they'd switched and put money into um, electric buses. Like I'd rather them have put the money towards electric vehicles than towards the Skyliner, um, mm-hmm. because there's not very like the amount of people who can't ride a bus is very very low to the amount of people who can't ride the Skyliner regards to either illnesses or um height fears or just the fact that if you if the if skyliner breaks down you're stuck high in the air
6: for hours i think the worst part is that they didn't give anybody any notice that they were going to be doing this normally they're pretty good at saying okay from this date we are going to be doing this they also haven't said whether it's a temporary measure or not it's possible that they're taking some of the older buses out to bring in some new ones because they have been bringing in a lot of new buses recently, yeah, yeah, and it's also possible that they're reappropriating those buses to other resorts that don't have as great transportation links. Hopefully, fingers crossed,
7: it was all you know hush hush like signs mm-hmm. at hotels, it wasn't like an official tweet or an official statement or anything. You know, it's all quite like annoying, really. It's just really frustrating when, like, I've paid for a preferred room so I could be close to the bus stops because I have really bad feet. You guys obviously know I have really bad feet and it's really hard for me to, to walk very far. Um, and, like, I just paid extra for, for nothing for one bus an hour now. Like, what?
8: I wouldn't be at all surprised if this decision gets quietly reversed Uh, or at least they put more buses on at certain times because I really don't think this is going to go down well at all. Um, Certainly they've got to think about what happens when there's a storm, which let's face it happens a lot in Florida. Um, They're going to be putting more buses on then. Um, Party nights, end of the night, that kind of thing, surely they're going to have more buses on then. So I wouldn't be at all surprised if more buses just didn't suddenly, unexpectedly turn up. I think there's yeah. an explanation from
2: Disney of what their plan is. I know they don't like disclosing lots of information, but maybe if they say the reason we're doing this is because we want to reduce carbon emissions and they talk about their plan and process of it. I'm wondering whether this is an original plan that was put in place before the um, accident happened a few months ago and it's just something they've stuck to and not adapted.
0: Mm, Possibly I wonder The cynical part of me says This is going to throw a lot of people onto minivans and um, (laughs) Things like that But also onto Uber and other taxis Which means that Disney will lose out there I think lots of people will will just take a taxi or, 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 Or a minivan and it'll cost them more Or maybe it might actually People might use a
2: Skyliner
6: or they'll and they hire cars. Might actually cars.
2: achieve what they want. Well, I I partly think that Disney wants to reduce the amount of traffic and pollution that's on property, and the quickest and probably easiest way for them to do that is to build Skyliner to every resort and every park.
6: Or it's just gonna have more people hiring cars and therefore having to pay the resort fees and parking fees. Yep.
4: Yeah. I'd like to I'd like to think that for anybody who has got issues and who's, anyone who's listening to this who has got issues, rather than being fearful of going on your holidays at any point in the next 12 months thinking that this is going to apply to you, is actually highlight it with your resort. And, you know, you can phone your resort, phone, phone the Walt Disney Travel Company, um, <laughs> but try and highlight, highlight it to them and show them... Show what an I know you have Sammy, you know it's yeah, you know, because I think I think really, I think certainly for yourself, Sammy, I, I would like to think that Disney would put on a minivan for you as an act of courtesy. You know, a just at, at the very least. You know, it's a
8: personal minivan.
7: Yeah, I mean that would be amazing, but like I just I just wanna be able to take the bus like I usually do without yeah. having to worry about being stuck in the sky yeah. or Like heat or or anything like that like I just want to be able to that's why that's why I stay on site two things I stay on site for the easiness of the free transport and the 60 day fast passes (laughs) like yeah that's the things I stay on site you know and it feels like one of them's kind of been not taken away that's a bit dramatic but you know what I mean and and I do urge anyone who isn't happy about it and who doesn't doesn't even, there's going to be a lot of people who probably don't even know about it. Um, I urge you to get get in touch with Disney, either email them, phone them, because um, we need to let them know that we're not really happy about it.
2: I think it is an extreme change because normally buses run every 20 minutes, mm-hmm. so they're losing two an hour. Where if they just if they just lost one an hour and down to two, I don't think it would have had as much of an impact.
7: Like I, I, I've stayed on pop quite a few times, and I can tell you, I've never waited any more than fifteen minutes for a bus. It's usually like five, ten minutes. They come really, really regularly. Maybe the party line is of oh, every twenty minutes, but it's definitely not that. It's definitely more than that. But yeah, I just, I, I just think it's just a bit of a pain for me, but um, can't really do well, anything
4: about it. I don't Completed. think it's just a pain for you, Sammy. I think it's a pain for an awful lot of people, and and certainly for anyone listening to our show. I think we'll update them with any changes. I know, Ben, you and I had a conversation about a week ago um, and and basically wondered whether or not because of the timing of this, which was the first week in January, and they're still doing it now, um, but whether or not this is perhaps some time where they're trying to get the analysis of data as regarding pushing people on the Skyliner and what else is needed. And is it just a data-gathering sort of period of three four months or whatever so i'd like to think we could maybe update our listeners because i think it's a it's a hugely important part of everyone's holiday irrespective of where you're staying um but certainly like i said i think it's something disney desperately need to sort out
0: well done folks we've finished our workout we've had our showers and now it's time to relax in the cafe with a protein shake now I know that you've all looked at the various parts of WDW and some of the healthy options available okay over to you guys let's start with Sammy
7: I got to looking at my favorite part Animal Kingdom's um, dining options. Now, uh, some people who listen to this regularly will know I'm not the most adventurous of eaters. Give me my chicken nuggies and my fries any day. Um,
4: Surely not, not, Sammy. Surely not chicken nuggets. uh,
7: Me, you would never guess (laughs) that I love um, the Disney Parks chicken nuggets and fries. If you're looking for something a little bit better, a little bit more adventurous, a little healthier, um, there's a couple of options uh, at Animal Kingdom that might suit your fancy. So the first one I looked at uh, was the one of the new newest options in Pandora, the world of Avatar, called Situli Canteen. This place is uh, a counter service, and it prices range from between about ten and twenty dollars. So it's pretty reasonable for your kind of everyday snack food meal uh, in a Disney park. So. You get to pick a protein, a base, and a sauce. The proteins are chili garlic shrimp, chili spice crispy fried tofu, chopped wood-grilled chicken, which is marinated in a garlic and olive oil, or a slow-roasted sliced grilled beef, which is marinated in garlic, herbs, red pepper spice, and red wine vinegar. So you pick your protein, and then you pick your base. There are also four bases to pick from which are red and sweet potato hash, rice and black beans, a hearty salad, or noodles. And then if you want to, you can add a sauce. There are three options. They are charred green onion vinaigrette, black bean vinaigrette, or a creamy herb dressing. So I haven't personally been to Satuli Canteen, but there are things here that I could probably eat. I like noodles, I like chicken, and I could probably have the creamy herb dressing and this seems like a really good mix of things. You can definitely have different combinations and it's all pretty healthy stuff. Have any of you guys eaten in Silly Canteen before?
6: Yeah, the noodle chicken herby, creamy dressing combination is lovely. Yeah, is that what you had? That's what I had. That, well, I had um, chicken and beef. But...
7: All right, OK. The, yeah, because you can get a combination as yeah. well. Um, did it feel like you were in a theme
6: park having theme park food or did it just feel like yummy? It just felt like yummy food, not theme park food, which was quite nice.
2: That's the healthiest
4: yeah. thing you can get. It's,
1: yeah, so, so, it's so different
4: like... though, isn't it? Mm. It's different. I, I think the other thing, Sammy, and I think this is one of the things we found, I've been uh, since well, since Flight of Passage opened and you walk past it and you look at the menu and it's actually quite a scary menu. It's very, yeah. it's very difficult to actually understand what it is you get. And particularly going as a family, you're trying to think about what the kids going to eat, and you sort of see how it's it. it doesn't it doesn't read right from the outside. So last year we actually went in to the actual, we basically went through and sh- went stopped short of actually ordering at the counter. And for the first time, it actually made sense. Of what was actually available there, that made the biggest difference for us. I must admit, the best thing yeah, is it's served on actual plates. Yeah, it's not paper for a quick service.
6: And you can do it by a mobile order, which is yeah. makes it a lot simpler as well.
4: It's I, the food's absolutely beautiful in there, and it, like you say, it's not theme park food. It's it's something different. If
2: you want to ruin the sort of the healthy option, they do a nice blueberry moose. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Yeah, and there's also like a separate kid's meal as well, which has some of the same things and a couple of like little different things. I think they do like a hot dog as well for, for kids and stuff, mm-hmm. and maybe a macaroni cheese. But it is really simple. It's basically you pick a protein, you pick a base, and you pick a sauce. Yeah. That's it. Uh, and they kind of vary in price. I think the beef's the most expensive at about $17 um, or $16. and. It goes down that way. So it's very reasonable and it's very healthy and different from your normal theme park food. Yeah, good. So the next one uh, from Animal Kingdom is Yakin Yeti, which is which is in Asia, the Asian section of the park. Um, and that's kind of a table service Asian inspired uh, menu, and it ranges from about $20 to $30. So a little bit more expensive than Situli Canteen, but uh, if you fancy something a bit different, they do low main. They do really um, amazing sounding salads and like lettuce cups and stuff. Um, it, there's a lot of things there that seem pretty healthy with like an Asian twist. Um, a lot of lettuce. So lettuce is healthy, right, guys?
1: Yep.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would, I would know. Uh, <laughs> I
5: think a couple of you guys have also eaten uh, yak and yeti, and Claire, you have, haven't you? Yeah, I've eaten at the yak and yeti, both the uh, table service uh, restaurant and also the um, the it's quick it. service.
1: That's oh, uh, the window, it's the, the window that's next yeah. door. Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. I think the food's really good, actually. I think it's it's really good quality, and I think it's good value. the t- The restaurant sit down restaurant is not cheap, but the food's amazing. So
4: I think on the dining plan, it's a really good it's a good option. I agree, um, but I have to admit we didn't go for the healthy one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time we ate there was everybody had a chicken tikka masala because we just wanted be spicy.
7: <laughs> so, well, it's the option for the the people in your family or your party who want a bit a bit more hearty, um, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> there is a lot of um, healthier options on the menu, so it's it's got a good mix, I would say third on the list is the highest costing meal but possibly with the highest reward uh, and that is Tusker House which is a buffet it does breakfast lunch and dinner but it's also a character meet. so while you're eating um you get Safari Mickey you get Safari Daisy Donald and Goofy and I think Minnie sometimes makes an appearance but um I think it's mainly just the, the four of those guys and yeah it's it's in the African section of the park, and it is uh, inspired with lots of a- African dishes. Um, There's a carvery, there's curries, there's lots of dips and um, African-inspired things. Uh, I, I wouldn't try any of it, really. Um, I'm not
1: very <laughs> interested.
7: Uh, I have been to Dusker House. I've been to the, the breakfast buffet, which was fab. I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, i'm doing it again uh, when i go to florida in may and the one thing i uh, mentioned that i don't think it's well it might be a little bit healthy is the jungle juice uh that you get at tusker house um which is a passion for orange and guava drink and it is so good it is like i would i would pay the money just to go there and drink that juice like <laughs> <laughs> um but for breakfast they they have the the normal breakfast fare you know your bacon your, your your pastries and stuff but they also have a lot of african inspired breakfast stuff as well um have you guys ate at tusker
1: yeah yeah
5: yeah yep. tusker house is uh, it's our usual first morning breakfast actually uh, we tend to it's head big- to animal kingdom first and i think it's probably the best character breakfast on site on any park anywhere um in Walt Disney World I think the food selection is amazing you know they have carvery ham at breakfast and <laughs> um beef bobber Tea, and amazing my favorite thing of all of the whole buffet is the uh the plantains they're great and I just I think it's a really good venue if you get an eight o'clock reservation um it's amazing
7: yeah you can get in early and I've got a eight fifteen reservation for when I go in May
5: we tend to try and get 8:05, eight, 8:15. Eat breakfast, see the characters, nip out the side door by the uh, by the carvery ham. Top tip for people, um, <laughs> and uh, you can be on the first safari of the day at nine o'clock. Ooh.
7: The prices so for breakfast just now it does change sometimes, but just now it's twenty four dollars for the breakfast for kids and forty one dollars for breakfast for adults, and then for dinner. It's 32 for kids and 54 for adults. So it is a little bit pricier, but it is a big and you get to meet the characters.
0: Yeah, Yeah. cool. Thank you, Sammy. That was really in-depth. That was really good. Now we're going to hop over to Magic Kingdom and Jill.
8: Okay. Well, let's start the day with breakfast at Be Our Guest. You can have scrambled egg whites, chicken sausage, roasted tomatoes and fresh fruit. And there's also a plant-based version available. You could go to the Liberty Square Market. They sell fresh fruit and veg that you can snack on throughout the day. Liberty Tree Tavern has a colony salad on its lunch menu, which consists of grilled chicken, Washington apples, sweet pecans, applewood smoked cheddar, and dried cranberries tossed with field greens in honey shallot vinaigrette. Or at Skipper's Canteen, you can have several options at lunch or dinner. Including the hardy hard char sweet pork. Glad I got through that. It's marinated grilled pork with steamed broccoli and jasmine rice. Oh yes, they love their broccoli in the box. Or maybe you could have the lotted steak salad, which is grilled steak, romaine lettuce, red peppers, tomatoes, cucumbers, parsley, coriander mint vinaigrette, and garlic chips. And I presume that means chips of garlic rather than what we think of as chips with a load of garlic <laughs> on, which would kind yeah. of ruin the healthy vibe I think if you would rather have counter service head to Columbia Harbour House you can have a tuna sandwich or maybe you can have a lighthouse sandwich it contains no actual lighthouse but it contains hummus with tomato and broccoli slaw there's that broccoli again And just to finish on a high, there is one iconic Magic Kingdom treat which is dairy-free, sugar-free and packed with fruit. Yes, it's our old friend, the Dole Whip. It is just 93 calories, folks. You'll have burned that off in the queue to get one. However, if you have yours as a Dole Whip float, do bear in mind that the pineapple juice has another 150 calories and a load of sugar too. So you better prepare yourself for another hike round the park to burn that one off. So any thoughts on eating healthily at Magic Kingdom?
2: I didn't realise a doll Whip was so low in calories.
8: No, like low
7: sugar, low everything. I didn't know that at all. Mm.
2: I think I might have Hi. Dole Whip for breakfast, lunch and dinner.
5: Uh, plan, <laughs> was, oh. I think we need to that change to have like a, a diet plan.
4: Dole Whip light. <laughs> 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 Definitely.
7: You could
5: he have diet. three three meals yeah three meals for under 300 calories a day yeah
2: (laughs) that's my 5-2 diet sorted
5: yeah who says you can't diet when you're on holiday Uh, exactly
7: and i have to say i'm very 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 gutted about the garlic chips they sounded amazing and i thought they were
5: actually garlic chips Um, are they not crisps if they're chips Mm. yeah
2: chips are crisps Yeah. yeah
5: garlic crisps
4: Oh, that sounds intriguing. No, That
5: sounds better. It sounds like the twisted tater type thing. Mm. Mm. Go and investigate, Sammy. Yeah. Am I on the next one out there? Yep. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I, I can offer them me them. services. I'll go out for research purposes if needed. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it a golfing trip? I no, I've got to just try the garlic chips. That's fine. <laughs> I don't mind. Honest. <laughs> For a short while, one of the crisp manufacturers in this
0: country did a garlic flavour crisp. Probably. It lasted it. a year. I it, it lasted that long. Yeah. So. Oh,
8: but I remember when I was a kid, you had hedgehog,
0: hedgehog
6: crisp, crisp, yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> shaped, I'm assuming.
0: No, no. No. This is made up.
8: Um you're so.
6: not made out of
1: hedgehogs, but no, just hedgehogs. <laughs> That's where <my> mind went <laughs> <to>. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Jill. Um,
4: let's move on. And let's go to Epcot with John. Yeah, thanks, Peter. Um, I've gotta say Epcot is such a strange place to try to find something healthy to eat. When you think about all of the different food places, you think about from electric umbrella you look towards a coral reef restaurant, which to be honest has got a big big cross beside it on on my list here. And even looking at Sunshine Seasons, most places start off really nicely with, you know, an energy salad with a chicken option, and then they pour a honey vinaigrette over the top of it. So it's really difficult to actually find something that you consider to be healthy. When you look at the other menus for certainly for the cart within Epcot. There appears to be like a fruit option, etc. You can go and pick something up quite healthy there. But for the restaurants themselves, I found this a real challenge to actually find something that was something I could come back and talk to you guys about, but certainly something I would actually go and try and eat myself because, yeah, it was scary. So from, from a whole wealth of different places, I've actually found there's a salmon and sea bass in Tutu Italia, which, if you ask for no butter on the top, is possibly one of the best ones if you're if you're looking for healthy eating and looking for to be on a diet. Spice Road again, looking at fish, they've got yellowfin tuna with an eggplant zucchini and a caper salad, which again sounds really good. And I would also go back to somewhere where I feel it's one of the best places to eat, and that's when you end up going to the Japan uh, Pavilion. There's obviously there's sushi available, which I don't do sushi. But also, when you go to Tepanido, Tepanido is, again, you get the choice of what you want when you want to eat it. Um, And and looking again, like I said, I found this really difficult to do. Um, I then looked at what was upcoming in the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. And again, there's more power green salad with fresh green citrus fruits, also to mention the plant based products, and then a barbecue jackfruit burger. It's difficult and I, I must say I, I'm not sure if I've ever been to Walt Disney World and thought about eating healthily because uh, the amount of walking you ever do is always a good thing but what I would say is to anybody actually listening to this who's got a personal dietary requirement, speak to anybody in a restaurant, or be it a counter service, be it a table service, anywhere at all if you've got a need they will do their absolute most to to actually cater for you and i think that's the one thing that you know i've been a holiday with people who have had real dietary needs and disney really do go that extra mile to cater for them obviously if you engage with your first server when you first turn up somewhere they will actually i've seen the chef come out to people before and that's made a real real difference and irrespective of whether that's healthy eating or sensible eating but for a lot of people and a lot of people who have got specific food needs, I would say that's one thing that Disney have really done very, very well. And, you know, I, I met somebody on holiday a couple of years ago um, and we, we shared a meal. They had specific dietary requirements and they, they, they shared not just for me, but they shared on the dip with actually how they actually were able to deal with celiacs and actually made their holiday that much more pleasurable. And going back to what Sammy said about um, Animal Kingdom, they they ate in uh, the Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom and had the most magnificent meal. Yeah, speak to your server. If you want anything, it's your holiday. And I think irrespective of where you're at, if you've got a need, then Disney will do their utmost to to cater for it. I'm
0: uh, allergic to bananas. I can cook with them, which is great as I'm a chef, but I can't eat them. And they met me really ill. So I had to wait while the chef came out and went either through the menu with me or took me round the buffet saying, that's got banana in it, that's got banana in it. And that's what they do for all the people who have an allergy or a special diet or okay. something. They are really, really very good. Mm. OK, anything else on that one, John? Or are you happy
4: to move on? I'm very happy to move on because I've had it really oh. difficult. <laughs> Unless you want to talk about the fish and chips at the Frozen uh, <laughs> Crown and things like that, there's loads yeah. of places at Epcot that are beautiful to eat, but mm. they're not very they're not very healthy. And uh, you know, I would I would give Disney the due. I think they've got much much better, certainly over the past five five or six years of yeah catering for a much more healthy option. And I think that's where we're starting to see an awful lot of these power salads coming in. And uh, you know, you if that's what you're wanting, it's great. But they still, I still think they've got a better work to do in Epcot.
2: Do you think a lot of the healthier food for Epcot is actually in the food booths? So during the festivals, more than the
4: actual sort of very, restaurants possi- and, very possibly, Ben. And I think that's just, you know that's one of those things. I've been in the summer; you don't get those those that range of options. Um, and a, and a, and again, Food and Wine is a really good opportunity to show what chefs are actually able to offer for people who are, are looking for certain healthy options.
0: Can I just add a caveat to all this that 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 nobody seems to have mentioned, and um, one or two people uh, have 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 mentioned um, plant-based food. Uh, mm-hmm. As the resident chef,
4: the, ex- the expert Peter, you are the expert.
0: As a resident chef, um, plant-based food is not necessarily healthy. Yeah, yeah.
4: So nice. just.
0: Just don't assume that because yep. you're getting a plant-based burger that it's a healthy burger. It, it It isn't necessarily healthier than a beef burger. It's just an alternative to a beef burger.
2: Also, it's one of those things that if people are looking for something that isn't a burger, but feels like they want to have something that is plant-based, wants to
1: yeah.
2: instead yeah. avoid meat, then they've yeah. got an option. I think it's yeah. quite nice that Disney are doing a lot of plant-based food.
0: Yeah. It is an alternative. It... It's not necessarily
8: healthier.
0: Okay, right Uh, on to uh, Lloyd for Hollywood Studios.
3: Yeah, so I've had a look at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios and the theme so far that we've all established is it's very, very hard to uh, to be healthy, to eat healthy in Disney on a Disney holiday. You can kind of make some good choices, but unless you know what it's been cooked in. What's, what's in the sauce on top of it. It's really hard to stay on top of staying healthy. So I'm just taking it back to basics in Hollywood Studios. Um, my first choice is very basic. I'm going to go to Anaheim Produce, look at the fresh fruit selection on there. Now, it used to be pretty extensive years back. I haven't been in the very, very recent recent history so people might be able to correct me on this but you can still get your bananas on there apples apple slices and things so as a little snack rather than going for a pretzel full of carbs or going for something sugary full of sugar um, get some fruit and uh, yeah you've got a bit of the uh, you've got a bit of sugar in the fruit but you've got the uh, the fiber to go with it and it's it's good for you so yeah that's my first one anaheim produce stop by there just get some really simple we can head over to Black Spires Outpost, Cat uh, Sacker's Kettle, and just get some popcorn. Nice, simple snack. Yeah, you've got some t- flavorings on there, but it's not dripping in toffee or anything like that, so it's still relatively okay for you. And whenever you get popcorn, people always get bored before you get to the bottom of it anyway, so you're not going to eat the whole thing. <laughs> you could also get it in your limited edition souvenir tubs as well, so it's it's a nice little purchase, even if you don't want it particularly for the popcorn. But yeah, there's loads to go around. It's not going to break the bank. Um, and it's it's not too many calories in the popcorn either. And then my sort of third choice is something a little bit more substantial. And we're going to go over to Docking Bay 7, still in Galaxy's Edge. We're going to go to Tug's Grub. And we're going to get a Yob Shrimp Noodle Salad. So you've got your chilled shrimp in there. You've got marinated noodles. And you've got a load of veg uh, tossed into it as well. Now, the noodles, again, you know, they're not specifically healthy, really, um, american wheat's worse for you than european wheat is so any anytime or any sort of flour over there it's going to be a little bit worse for the noodles over here um but still i think it's on the whole that's not a bad dish really if you want something a bit more substantial i think the main thing in hollywood studios and in disney is to just really either substitute things or, or omit things to stay healthy So instead of grabbing that full fat Coke, grab a water. Um, Don't get the Sani because it's just as expensive. Try and get your free iced water. If you're gonna go for a Coke, go for a a Diet Coke. Okay, you've got like the various things like aspartame and stuff, but you haven't got your sugar in there, so that's a good start. Don't eat all your fries. If you're getting full up on your meal, make sure you eat your meat and leave the fries and and the buns and everything to one side. Uh, Where you can substitute sweet potato for normal potato, substitute carrot sticks for fries, and it is a good one. So you can still have your burger. Don't get your burger bun. And if you're in a uh, restaurant especially, they should be able to uh, do this for you. Ask for either lettuce leaves instead of your burger bun. Um, if they've got eggplant on the menu, they could slice the eggplant to the size of a, of a burger bun and grill that for you. Or uh, portobello mushrooms either side of your burger. And then all your bread is gone, but you've still got the, uh, the joys of your burger there. Or if you just want to cheat, what I do in Disney, I tend to do a little bit of fasting. So I'll just skip breakfast, skip a little bit of lunch or have a late lunch. And it means when I do eat, I can eat whatever I want, really. So I can still enjoy my meals to the to the utmost, but uh, I don't really have to watch what I'm eating too much. That's it with Hollywood Studios. A my little tips there. Uh, so I think you missed a a bit of aubergine and mushroom. Have you not seen that? Get, it's a big thing at the moment. So you're at egg plants or... like that, isn't it? So you slice it and it's the same. Can't you get about like, that sort of thickness. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Portabella mushroom or lettuce. Yeah, I've seen it over lettuce. Mushroom but... and lettuce I can deal
5: with, but not aubergine. The noodle dash, what was it called?
3: Yob shrimp. Yob shrimp noodle salad. It's it's the Star Wars take on shrimp. They've just put called it yob shrimp yob. Yeah, the yob
7: sounded a bit weird.
1: That was all. <laughs>
3: Hooligan shrimp,
1: shrimp yeah,
3: shab shrimp, shab shrimp oh. salad. Yeah, comes a little hoodie.
5: <laughs> Tag round its ankle.
3: Yeah. You a did miss the opportunity,
4: lads. You could have actually have upgraded your drink option to that hard cider, uh, the blood orange hard cider that's in the uh, the place that used to be the writer's stop as well. That's a, That's always quite a nice, nice one
1: yeah (laughs) sounds
6: nice
3: there's not much option for healthy stuff at hollywood studios
6: there's not much option at hollywood studios no
3: i i think anaheim produce has really whittled down what it does there as well because it wants to push Mm. the other things like the mickey pretzels and they do like beers and stuff there your ipas but it used to be great it it used to be really really expansive there what you get in terms of just fruit and um, pickles i think you should be able to get pickles as well there
4: I think, I think as well, and I think it's worth sharing with a lot of people, is like the ABC commissary, we went as a, a family of four and the actual portion size for lunch was so huge that we actually didn't eat four portions between us. we left an almighty amount a, a few years ago, and so as a result it kind of put us off from going back there. You know, it's just too much to eat, and certainly in the heat of the day, but it was just, you know, it was way beyond what any sort of family would eat. And so the last time we went, we actually went to uh, Pizza Rizzo, which was a little bit different. And it was actually open,
1: mm-hmm.
4: which makes a, a, a pleasant a change. Yeah. Um, but Pizza Rizzo was absolutely superb. And, uh, you know, I think we we ended up with a, certainly a, a better lunchtime experience. But they actually cater, they cater for um, particular needs as well, you know certainly so my wife doesn't eat cheese because of allergies, etc. And they actually went and they would, they made her a pizza without cheese, and it arrived at the same time as ours. But again, they, they actually they went to that degree of actually looking after you. And it all came with salad.
0: Because
4: I've heard uh, not good things about pizza, Rizzo. Mm. No, 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 I don't. I've, it's, not, it's I've not read odd. an awful lot. We've just never been. No.
2: I only tried Pizza Planet when it was there. A- not yeah. pizza, really.
4: Yeah, yeah. There, it wasn't. The bit impressed. I did like about it, they did a
3: nice Moretti mm. uh,
8: which was, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice beer, icy cold. Yeah. Take, thinking about the table service restaurants in Hollywood Studios, they're not what you'd call healthy either, particularly. I mean, you've got a Sci-Fi Diner, which burgers, yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Curly fries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've, you've got um, 50s Prime Time, which again is not exactly healthy. Um, Brown Derby. Brand Derby, um, yeah, you've got some healthy options there. You pay through the nose for them.
1: Yeah. But,
8: you know, you do have some. But then if you have the grapefruit cake like I did, all that good work's been undone. (laughs) Yes, it's got grapefruits in it. It's got fruit in it, but it's also got 10 tonne of sugar and fat in it. But it's It's a cake. It's a cake, what you're going to (laughs) do.
0: I'm a super taster, apparently, Mm -hmm. which means that, Basically, I don't like bitter things, and everybody goes, "Oh, it's quite sweet, you know."
1: Ugh, it's
0: horrible. <laughs> I don't like that cake at all. No, oh.
4: Um, I think, where what, I think we... what you've managed to do, Lloyd, is actually find the minuscule amount of places within the studios mm. where you can actually find something, and and can actually look for that sort of healthy option, yeah. possibly without yeah. going to Starbucks. Starbucks actually. Yeah you know I, yeah i can give or take starbucks but there are some options in there that you can actually generally bind the fruit in there as well yeah i wouldn't go in, i'm not i wouldn't recommend that starbucks at all
5: i was to say you lose the world to live or yeah. a few years of your life if you go into that starbucks
6: they keep getting our order wrong as well
2: every Quite time, horrendous. every time we go in we spend like half an hour not just in the queue but just trying to work out what how we've said what we've ordered and end up with something completely different yeah
4: <laughs> or which side of the queue will move fastest
5: neither
1: <laughs> left
4: i think then, our, our, oh, my issue particularly with that starbucks is the fact that they've shut star rolls and star rolls yes, which yes. was opposite the the side entrance to it was the most fantastic place to go and get either yes. cinnamon cinnamon buns or something even for for a lunchtime sort yeah of big sandwich. sandwiches As well. yeah
5: but no i can't oh, i can't bear that starbucks
6: the quick surface meals, not just at Hollywood Studios, but at all of the parks, we tend to share them because they're so large.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call, that, right, Becca. I think that was, it was one of the things, if you've got the dining plan, it's one where you can actually, you can use the portion size to really sort of, mm. it, it comes across as being quite uh, cheap in a way, but actually it's using the dining plan so it actually can eke out another few snacks or yes. a few more meals at different points during your stay
6: and it's cheaper if you're paying out of pocket as well
4: absolutely absolutely and that's a yeah. you know disney I've, pricing. I've spoken to a lot of people recently about this and uh, i think the whole paying out of pocket and looking for value within disney is is becoming very very scarce on the ground so if you do find opportunities like this then take them and all the sides that come
2: with the meal you can actually opt to have them taken off and it will reduce the price as well.
5: Right. Well, I think the, it also uh, reduces food waste as well, which is yeah. it's always a good thing. Yeah. There must be yeah. so much food. I know mean, only, you know, one or two people trying to economise on what they're eating. But yeah. you think if that if everyone did that, actually. But if you're on the
0: DDP, food... again, you, you're going to get everything, whether or not,
1: mm-hmm.
0: because mm. it comes with the meal. That's what you get on the DDP.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I think also the Hollywood Studios, I think a lot of the food, I know there's not much choice in the park, but when you think what resorts are close to it, it's not, it's a 10-15 minute walk from Boardwalk, you've got Yacht Club, Beach Club, and you're not far from Epcot, so there's Mm. quite a lot of choice. I'm just wondering whether Disney don't want to put too much more food options in the park when they don't need to.
8: There is this new um, one coming at uh, Toy Story Land, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, the barbecue one. Yeah,
6: yeah. It'd be interesting to see that one. Can't imagine it being too healthy if it's barbecue food, but no, no. there might be a couple. We of mentioned, I think we
4: mentioned that in the uh, the sort of the, the first bit of the, the show, didn't we? Yeah. Mm. Just as a just as an intro when it's opening for when it's opening in the summer. Yeah. You know, I th- I'm I'm with you there, Ben. I, I think you can I can see where you're saying about Disney not wanting that, but when you look at the quality of food opportunities in Epcot you begin to wonder. The studios, it just doesn't, it's never sat right. And I don't know whether that goes back to when the studios opened and there was an awful lot was was McDonald's based and uh, was very much down the lines of uh, trying to just provide that quick, in a way, sort of burger option. And and they've never really recovered from it. I think they need a, a
0: themed healthy restaurant in the studios.
1: Mm-hmm. One
0: that will attract people but still sell something relatively relatively healthy
5: mm. is there any, that, is there what, any healthy what, option? I'm, i was gonna say is there any healthy options like it's a new restaurant in toy story
4: and yeah. Nah, probably it's all barbecue isn't it so yeah i think yeah i think you missed that claire i think becca you'd made mention of that i, I know it peter, peter i know i think you're onto something there and i think if on all the parks they actually had one place where there was something that catered for people who were looking for that really healthy option i think it would be. You know, again, it would be something that's offering something different, and certainly, I, I certainly think a lot of listeners would go for it. It's
3: definitely not beyond Disney to do it as well. I, when you think, I of... don't think Disney know what's healthy though. Then, no, uh, just I think it's profitable. Th- 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 yeah, they're basically they're putting out all this plant-based stuff, and I think Pete talked about this last time. Yeah, they're putting it all out as the big healthy choice at the moment. But plant-based burger alternative, fried up in a load of vegetable oil, is just is probably more unhealthy than a burger. But I've looked on a few websites at the moment, and Disney are saying or trying to push this plant-based stuff as the healthy option, not just the meat-free option. So,
5: but I think I think that's the same everywhere when you go out for a meal, particularly in Florida. You know, um, you go to Cheesecake Factory, and you go, I'll have a salad. And actually, unless you choose from the skinny delicious menu at Cheesecake Factory, the salads are 2,000 calories. You know, it's
1: yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you, need you, all, you need all your dressing on the side, option, you? Isn't. Yeah. I don't
6: yeah. I don't think it's just a Florida thing, though. I think you get that over here as well. Once you've added the dressings yeah, to salads, that yeah. pushes calories up anyway. I think
2: that's the thing with with it, isn't it? It's just everyone has a particular diet or sort of something they're looking for. But at the minute, everyone seems to be wanting to go vegan route or plant-based. And that's where everyone seems sort of, all restaurants seem to be heading. They want to cater for that because that's what everyone's talking about.
0: Okay, and now we are going to hop over to uh, Disney Springs to Claire. Hello, Claire.
5: So, yeah, I I had Disney Springs to look at and I was surprised at how difficult it was as well. Actually, John, You, you mentioned that Epcot was tricky and whilst there's an awful lot of variety in Disney springs, uh not much of it is um on the healthier end. but I did find a few things um, and I sort of picked out three three locations that i would I would probably head to so the first and they're not all table service, which is good. so the first place that I would consider would be uh the wine wine bar George but the basket, which is the quick service wine bar George area, and that's because. They do some bites and boxes which are, and some sandwiches and various things like that. You know, things like calabrese, brie, honey and crackers for $11. Actually, if you want something that's not huge and it's not heavy and it works well in the sun while you're sitting outside, something like that. You know, you could have a glass of wine to go with it. It'd be a really nice, different lunch um, in Disney Springs. The second place that I'd go to in Disney Springs if I was looking for something slightly different to eat uh, is a venue that I've been a couple of times and the dish that I always choose, um, which is available at lunch and at dinner, is the Summer Farmhouse Salads. Now, salad, everyone thinks sounds a bit boring. This isn't boring by any stretch of the imagination because it's got turkey, grilled peaches, um, candied pecans, so if you're trying to be healthy, you could sort of pick them out, blueberries, red onion, feta, it's got a green goddess dressing. It does come with avocado in it. I always ask for the avocado on the side because I can't bear the stuff and I give it to someone else in my family who likes it. Um, so, Summer Farmhouse Salad, um, for me, is a winner at Chef Smith. Smith. Um, there are loads of places in Disney Springs where you can get something different. I'm going to scoop past Morimoto Asia um, on my way somewhere else. So, uh, honorable mention goes to Morimoto because they have um, lots of exciting sushi and dim sum on their menu, which is amazing. But a real favourite for lots of people at Disney Springs is Wolfgang Puck Express. And they do have some really great options on their menu. Uh, The Chinese chicken salad is amazing uh, and huge. The Greek salad is also fantastic. They do a hummus wrap, which some people think hummus is a bit insipid. It's not. And this is also massive. It's big enough to share. So, yeah, I think that because it's a quick service credit, uh, on the dining plan, actually, Wolfgang Puck Express. It's a bit like Nando, so you order when you go in, you mm. sit down, they bring the food to you. Um, the menu items, it's, it's really varied. You can get lots of interesting things, and the service is very good. So I would choose Wolfgang Puck Express.
2: I think Wolfgang Puck Express is quite nice. We've not actually been there, but I know it's a quick service credit. Yes, yeah. yeah That's, That's good for the dining plan. Mm. It's really good. I've it's heard it's good incredible value. Their value. value. I've heard good things about there and breakfast pizza.
1: Mm.
5: Oh, you see, I haven't been there for breakfast. I have been there lunch and dinner, um, both on the dining plan and off the dining plan. I think it, you know, the, the option, the menu is huge. Mm-hmm. They do sandwiches, they do salads, they do pizzas, which are freshly baked, they do pasta.
4: No nuggets though, Sammy, no.
5: Oh, I didn't even look, Sammy.
4: Yeah, Terrible. It's, it's a brilliant place I to can... go. If, if you're paying out of pocket, it's, val- it's really good Ooh. value. If you're on the dining plan, it actually is something so different and so brilliant just for the fact that it's just a quick service and you're in there you can choose your own table you're actually weighted to with the food at your table and the, the, the food in there is always brilliant yeah.
5: i've never had a bad meal in there um, and they're meal. quite happy to substitute various things so i've had the meat uh-huh. now i am a bit weird i don't like mashed potato but they substitute fries for that with for me yeah. no problem at all yeah really flexible and i think but most of the meals are, if there was two of you wanting to share because you didn't want a massive meal, um, they're certainly big enough to share.
0: And finally, and people having a pro- possibly, I think, the hardest job is Ben and Becca with the resorts.
6: Yes, much like others, this was quite difficult, although for probably the opposite reason. So many restaurants and so much choice. So what we've done is we have split it between value, moderate and deluxe, so something for everyone. First place we're going to pop to is Pop Century's Everything Pop, along with the usual salads and soups. They've also got a seared salmon served with chimichurri sauce with mashed potatoes and green beans that looked quite nice. Well, I say nice. Healthy and interesting and fish so it's not really me but
2: well for the moderate we've gone to coronado springs we've got um, at the rick sports bar and grill um, and there they have lettuce wraps consisting of sauteed peppers onions squash and zucchini in asian sesame sesame marinade served with iceberg lettuce cups which you can add chicken or shrimp for an extra cost
1: okay
6: they also do an island spiced mahi there which is served with the citrus aioli, pickled red onion, blackened tomato and leaf lettuce on a toasted ciabatta. Mahai is a type of fish as well. I had to look that up. I wasn't 100% sure. So Karen and I
2: travel around the resorts. We head to Deluxe and we go to Ale and Compass which is at the um, Yacht Club um, and on their menu they've got a protein bowl which is a um, plant based Italian sausage, quinoa, sweet potatoes and broccolini with a roasted tomato sauce. So it's something that if someone wants to try something healthier with protein and also it's plant-based so it's okay for people on a vegan diet
5: so Alan compass that used to be captain's grill didn't it, it is yeah it did, yeah, yeah it
2: same
1: was.
5: place yeah. see i quite like the captain's grill mm. everyone moaned about it i thought it see, was quite good we
2: never did it as a um, captain's grill but we've done in um, compass a couple of times one for breakfast and one for um, lunch and it's, it's a nice place recommend giving it a go. The last time we went we did have very poor service. So the food was nice. I had no problems with that, but apparently the thing that was slowing everything down were the fries. Apparently they took half an hour to cook. Oh, so I think
6: either they dropped <laughs> them or they, they forgot them the potatoes. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've the
4: been on there, Claire actually. I thought the captain's grill was exceptional. Breakfast, Breakfast was amazing oh. actually. Yeah, it was a soup
8: first meal. At, at Disney back in 2010 and uh, it was our first experience of the DDP and we had a set meal three course meal which you could do at the time without having to pay a supplement and uh, we could not believe the value and, and how good the food was and we had to ask our server about three times is this really on the DDP? <laughs> it was so maybe, good.
5: Maybe, in, yeah, maybe in the future we, sh- we should talk about uh, Disney restaurants that are no longer there.
4: That, yes, need. Yes. that would
5: be a good
6: point. I would
4: also, I would also add as well because I think it's worth people knowing is that like we we ate at the Yachtsmans last year, which is two table service credit. And to be really honest with you, I don't think the food in there was was possibly as good as we'd had previously at the Captain's Grill, which was a shame. There was nothing wrong with it. It was a perfectly good meal, but certainly I, I felt the Captain's Grill was a superb place to go and eat and really really underrated. <laughs> Uh-huh. Which meant you could always get
5: a table, which was great.
4: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> I'm not being funny, Claire, it was a, it, the food in there was absolutely exceptional. You know, I, I actually sat and watched, I, we watched a family one time, and I think they, I, they weren't on the dining plan, but one of the children, kind can't, can't have been older than nine or ten, she wanted mussels, and she sat there and just plucked every single mussel out of the shell. They had a marvellous time. Yeah. Not sure. Not sure about the following morning for them, but okay, I'm not putting that in. Not putting that out there. But, get some crepes?
1: You have to do it.
5: To. <laughs> Breakfast crepes.
2: So we've put beaches and cream. it's Just mm. had a refurb, and the thing that sort of caught my eye was the vegan cookie fryers. Ooh. So uh, it comes with um, three vegan dipping sauces with strawberry, chocolate and marshmallow.
6: Probably not that healthy,
2: but it's a worth,
1: worth a try.
6: Interesting.
2: Yeah. So it's a cookie dough with um, chocolate chips and three dipping
0: sauces. So lots of tips there if you um, want to eat that little bit healthier while you're at WDW on your next trip. I probably won't, but there we go. <laughs> sometimes you do get fed up of having heavy big food that that they tend to sell so it is good to know that there is an alternative out there A holiday at Walt Disney World costs a fortune these days. So we put our heads together to find some ways you can have a romantic time at WDW without blowing the budget. And I don't just mean spooching on the back road, the bus back to the resort. So who wants to go first? Tell us. Disney date on a budget of $50 or less.
2: Go on, I'll go first. Might as well. Okay, so you're at the boardwalk, you go to Ample Hills Creamery for an ice cream.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd go, Claire, I knew you'd go first. (laughs) Oh no. Brilliant. (laughs) I'll
2: start again. You're at the boardwalk, you get (laughs) it I can't even say it.
6: (laughs) <laughs> Ample hills creamery
2: that's the one okay so you're at the boardwalk you go to Ample hills creamery for an ice cream you take a slow stroll with the ice cream round to the beach at um you're on beach club and it's getting dark and epcot forever with fireworks going on in the background all it costs you is an ice cream so about 12 dollars. that's my disney date on the budget. That's a
4: budget cheap Aww. night out there ben yeah okay.
6: I many nice things for me to look forward to
2: and also it's cheaper especially if you're on the dining plan you can use a snack credit
6: <laughs> cheap. cheap
7: day eh? yeah no
6: expense spared oh, i know i'm lucky. <laughs>
8: Who's lucky i'll go next mine is a little bit more elaborate than that i'm a sucker for a stroll around epcot's food and wine festival and during february we have the opportunity to enjoy something similar albeit a scaled-down version during the Epcot Festival of the Arts. This looks a great festival with beautiful visual displays, fun activities, live music and even eye-popping food. So, assuming you have park tickets already, what could you get for your 50 bucks? Well, I couldn't find prices online, but usually dishes at the festivals hover around five to eight dollars. So, with careful planning and a willingness to share You can have a light but enjoyable meal and as lady and the tramp can attest sharing food can be so romantic so how about starting with some lobster chips from the refreshment port these are house made potato chips with lobster and a lobster bisque cheese sauce pickled jalapenos and citrus cream maybe skip the pickled jalapenos if it's a first date At the Masterpiece Kitchen, you can follow up with some wild mushroom risotto with parmesan, truffle shavings and a Zinfandel reduction. Truffle is just one of those luxurious foods that really spells date night to me, and a little does go a long way. And then you can head to the artist's table for a chocolate and beer pairing flight. Drink and dessert at one go. Finally, you can linger near the America Gardens Theatre to catch some big Broadway names performing. Dinner and a show—what's not to like?
5: Very good. good.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Creative.
0: Well done, Joe. Very nice.
7: Very nice. You need to be careful about what you eat though if you're on a date.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Again, no garlic
7: chips.
0: (laughs) Unless you're both happy. What a
7: cheese? Uh, Does cheese have a like? Cheese has a nasty smell. Depends (laughs) on the (laughs) cheese.
8: I saw somebody on my Facebook feed today had changed their status to in a relationship with cheese. Oh, I saw and that. It,
7: yeah,
0: I, I, can, uh, I can relate I Actually, it wasn't yours.
8: It wasn't yes. mine, no, but I can relate.
0: Well, I'll go next. Um, and I'm going to cheat. I'm going to add an extra $5 because uh, I believe it is fi- $55 now, not 45 wh- when we did it, to go on a carriage ride around Port Orleans it's really really nice it's one of it's it's a great thing to do uh we, we really enjoyed it didn't we we did uh, as I said when we did it it was 45 I believe now it's 55 so I'm pushing it a little bit um it didn't even spoil it when they waited for the horse to relieve themselves on the grass in uh <laughs> in Port Orleans
8: but, uh... oh, that might have be been your recollection of further.
5: <laughs> that well
0: remembered romantic evening, Vulnerable. Peter. Vulnerable.
8: When the horse was
7: defecating.
0: It was a chilly night, uh, so sat 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 next to each other in a carriage with a blanket.
5: How long? Sorry, Peter. How long does the ride last for? It was uh, <laughs> nearly an hour.
8: Yeah, it was quite long. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Come on, Philip. The cold night.
0: Yes,
8: it lasted about an hour. It lasted
0: about an hour.
8: It was a nice slow uh journey around the resort. We got to see French uh, quarter as well. Oh, Trying to move on from thinking about the
1: horse
0: here <laughs> You get a long trip in the carriage Okay It takes you right round both French Quarter And
8: Riverside
0: Riverside And yeah It's 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 really really worth it And it is a really romantic thing to do Who's next
4: I'll go next I've, cho- I've chosen a, a little hidden gem Of an opportunity at Walt Disney World And There's no need for a park ticket. And at a cost of just $45 for half an hour, you can actually hire your own motorboat and explore Bay Lake and the Seven Seas Lagoon. You get spectacular views of Discovery Island, Wilderness Lodge, Magic Kingdom, and each of the monorail resorts. And the view of each of them is completely unique. Bring a picnic to enjoy whilst on board. There's no need for a reservation. You just turn up and you can actually add more time if you want to. But the choice of boats at a fraction of the price of the speciality cruises is really something that I feel would be a really good day out and a good opportunity to actually go and do something that's completely different that nobody else knows an awful lot about. Cool. Thanks, John. I think it's a really good idea. I didn't
5: know it was that cheap to rent a boat, actually. Yeah, it is,
1: it is,
2: but don't tell anybody.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, you're basically just to get between the, us,
1: is it?
2: Yes, you'll be able to get the um on the boat <clears throat> you'll be able to see what's happening with
4: reflections, the new resort that's being built. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's,
4: it's lovely, Ben, because mm. actually, I must admit, we we did it last summer. Uh, and the boat that we actually got was a sun tracker which holds 10 guests. Um, there, there was eight of us because obviously we went on a, a smoochie smoochy sort of husband wife, wife thing we were actually taking all the kids and another family with us as well but it was to celebrate my birthday uh, a fantastic day out and at the time they were still they were still clearing in um, River Country and so for me that was su- that was such a really important thing because you get to see Discovery Island then we got to take the boat a little bit closer towards River Country while it was still there um and one of the worst things of what worst things of all we actually saw this a tree that's actually within Bay Lake where if you're a retiring captain from um, the any of the Disney river cruises or anything like that you throw your white trainers over this tree when you retire no, not something i've really known about before but when we saw it it was just like one of them things but to actually see Discovery Island and then to go into the Seven Seas Lagoon and then, and to see Magic Kingdom from such a, a peculiar place. Bearing in mind, if you are driving your boat, to keep an eye out for the ferry because they get a bit twitchy when you <laughs> when you're there, when you're in the when you're in the ferry lane going towards Magic Kingdom. But it's it's a brilliant a brilliant experience, and at, you know forty five dollars for half an hour is is an absolute snip and uh, not really really worth doing.
2: We found out about that tree with the um white trainers a couple of years ago so never heard about it
4: before yeah
6: one of the um skippers on the boat over to wilderness lodge told us about it i think it was yeah. wilderness
4: lodge. Yeah, it probably would have been wilderness lodge yeah you could see on that so who's next
6: i'll go next <clears throat> so mine first involves a trip to one of the many confectionaries on property at Disney for some chocolate dipped strawberries
1: Mm.
6: and then a trip over to Animal Kingdom Lodge grab a nice cup of coffee and sit down and watch the animals just as the sun is setting drinking your coffee and eating those strawberries $35 if you want a good dozen and the price for the coffee yeah Or you can be a bit more expensive and get a nice bottle of wine.
1: Mm.
2: That's your budget, (laughs) Dom. So there's one part I was going to say. If anyone is going out and celebrating um, an anniversary, let um, your front desk know. Because we arranged for um, a surprise for um, our fifth anniversary and we got a plate of um, chocolate-covered
0: strawberries gifted to us.
4: That's cool. uh, But Mickey, magic.
0: When we went for our anniversary, we got anniversary badges and extra desserts were coming out of our ears. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's
0: would like to celebrate with you. That's and it's just great.
6: nice to have someone walk past you and say happy yeah, anniversary or happy birthday. birthday or congratulations.
1: Yeah, I so agree. No matter what
6: you're celebrating, grab those badges from either your hotel or guest services. Guest services, yeah. Who's left? Oh, think me.
1: Oh, Claire. Yeah. Claire.
5: So um, the caveat to this is that if Dan and I go out on a night, just the two of us, we are not the couple to go for the candlelit meal. We, um, we're the people that go for a curry on Valentine's night. But we leave it a couple of days later because we don't want to go out with all the other people. Um, so my night, as uh, so a date night, could be a little bit different. It's it's got something for everyone. Um, so I would start the evening, an early evening drink on the uh, the boat house dockside bar, which is on the little pier, outside the Boathouse um, at Disney Springs. Um, and I'd start the evening with a couple of strawberry gin fizzes, one each. They're about thirteen dollars each. Um, and half a dozen oysters. Um, and the best ones that we found are the they're called the lucky ducks, and they are. Uh, grown especially for the boathouse so that's the only expenditure on the evening it comes to exactly $50 um, within budget that's without tip but we won't talk about that um, and then from Disney Springs uh, jump on the boat to Port Orleans Riverside um, now I would suggest going on a Wednesday to a Saturday because from eight thirty until midnight you can go and catch Yeehaw Bob uh, and his show which is loads of fun. So a bit of romantic, sun going down outside the, the um, at Disney Springs, and it's beautiful. Sitting around the bar outside the, the um, boathouse watching the sunset. Then a bit of fun over it with Yeehaw Bob. That would be uh, that'd be my choice. Bang on fifty dollars. And you it's don't really need fun. a park ticket.
4: Yeah, that's good.
7: I'm not sure it includes alcohol.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Has anyone ever been to see
0: you, Harbob? Yeah, no. Yes. Yeah. yes. He's funny. He's brilliant. Mm. All I've seen is a few clips on YouTube. Yeah. yeah.
8: He is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We stayed at rivers at the riverside first time we went, and yeah, he's brilliant. Mm. Sammy.
7: Yes. Yeah, so I thought I would go for a completely free um, date. Uh, well, in regards to buying stuff on Disney property anyway, um, you are allowed to take food into the parks. Um, This is a question that a lot of people ask. You are. As long as there's no alcoholic... Alcoholic? (laughs) Alcohol. As long as there's no alcohol... What the hell? Have
0: you had any alcohol recently?
7: I haven't. I'm just tired. As long as there's no alcoholic beverages and no glass containers, no ice, and the bag or container can't be larger than 24 by 15 by 18 inches, I checked all this on the website, it's legit, Um, you can bring food in. So I would pack a little picnic um, and a little blanket and take it to Magic Kingdom, maybe even like a wee breakfast picnic, like some croissants or something, or like an early dinner tight because I wouldn't want to sit in the sun <laughs> like um, between 12 and 2 or 3 but any time outside those hours uh, a we picnic out in front of Plaza Gardens in front of the castle just kind of one of my favourite things to do is people watch I love to just kind of sit and and watch people and take it all in that
2: sounds very
0: nice yeah with
7: yeah.
2: yeah. an ice cream from um, the plaza
7: yeah, I was going to say um, if you wanted to you know add a Disney expense you could get a,
5: a, an ice cream for dessert um, from oh. Disney. I think that's a good idea Samia and I think one of the best things about where they where they updated the, the central hub a few years ago was to put the astroturf in. That yeah actually yeah. you know it does rain in Orlando funny enough um, and any grass <laughs> just becomes a quagmire so having the astro there means that you can sit on it and if it gets wet, then it dries off really quickly. So being able to do that with a little picnic. I Yogi Bear would say a picnic.
4: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the sight lines are so much better as well. If yeah. you look if you look back on historical photographs from the eighties in particular, the trees that were planted within the hub had actually started to grow <laughs> to such an extent that if you if you were at the Astro Turf you wouldn't see an awful lot. And once they removed them, it, it's added an awful lot to that area. And it really is. It's not a bad spot really there.
3: So my date night is using the full budget, but also taking advantage of a lot of uh, free things, free entertainment, uh, free transport and the likes. Cause I like a good bargain and especially if i spending a full $50, I want to get something in addition to it. <laughs> so, we're going to start off wherever we're staying, one of the Disney resorts. We'll get the boat. Uh, sorry, we'll get the the bus to Magic Kingdom. So we'll be at the Magic Kingdom bus stop, and then we're going to walk over and we're going to get the boat to the Polly. We're going to go in the Polly, but we're going to take a nice little walk, hopefully as the sun's going down, from the Polly over to the Grand Floridian. Um, we'll start and pay our respects at the lighthouse, and then we'll go into the Grand Floridian, have a meander around. And have a little listen to the band outside Meisner's Lounge. If it still is Meisner's Lounge, I know it was getting redone. No, I can't remember the name of it. What's the name of it now? The Enchanted, oh, Rose.
5: Rose. The Enchanted Rose. Enchanted
3: Rose. Enchanted I've had a lovely night in Meisner's Lounge as well. I've got some really nice memories up yeah, there me our honeymoon there. Yeah, yeah that's a shame. Not. It was really nice.
5: Because
3: they've sort of expanded mm. it and yeah, like where space they were the I band. downstairs, I think. Right. We had, on our honeymoon. We went in there one night. We got a bottle of champagne i remember i think it was quite reasonable as well i don't know if just the exchange rate was better back then and then uh we'd lost it was our honeymoon we'd lost uh, emma's gran the week before the wedding and then we were sitting in miser's lounge raising a glass of champagne to her gran and then the band played the song from her funeral played uh when i when i fall in love it will be gotcha. forever oh yeah isn't so it it's
5: funny crazy.
1: how things just just happen like
3: that sometimes yeah, yeah. so it's kind of it was a lovely little night so it's a shame oh. that's gone Um, but we will find the other location of the band on this date night and we'll listen to the band for free hopefully they'll play a a song that uh, resonates with us and then we'll go up to the monorail stop get the monorail from the Grand Floridian to the contemporary and hopefully if we're early enough and we're lucky we'll go up and we'll get a seat in the Cali Grill lounge so this is where we spend our budget so we've got highlight beer for me glass of Savignon for my date and something to eat to fill the budget so we've got either pepperoni pizza or a cheese board and that brings us to a grand total of 49 dollars and 50 cents not including tip so they're going to get a nice 50 cent and we will run when they uh, when they chase us but because we're up in cali grill lounge we've got a bit more free entertainment because of its uh certain evenings certain times we'll get the fireworks so that'd be quite nice and uh, if we're slow with our drinks because we don't have a budget for a second drink we can take our drinks out onto the uh, the viewing platform and enjoy those as the fireworks sort of frame our night for us what do you think
8: you had me at cheese board <laughs>
3: uh, i think cheese uh, pl- cheese board and also meat platter as well all for roughly the same price about 23 dollars I think you can add on a
4: bit more for your tip as well, Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I would do. Just before we have everyone <laughs> phoning and complaining.
3: Last time we were at Cali Grill as well, with the uh, fireworks about to start, everyone was going out onto the nearest viewing platform. Uh, server told us to go out on the other one, where it was quieter, but you still got, I think you've got a slightly better view as well, weirdly. Right. Um, so when everyone's heading out one way, go out the other, you get a bit more of a private experience. Um, yeah, so a bit, bit, bit of a hotel tour, Food and drink, fireworks, music, all for $50. I'm happy oh, with that. Lovely.
2: Have we all done California Grill before?
5: Yeah. No. no. No? No. No, I haven't, actually. It's <laughs> it's one of the two, uh, yeah, two, apart from Victoria and Alberts, but we've got kids, so that doesn't really work. Um, the two signatures we haven't done. Hmm. Haven't done that, haven't done Narcissies.
6: It's the only signature we've done. I'd say it's the only one we have done.
8: To be honest, it wasn't our favourite. We were very late getting there because there were delays on the monorail, serious delays on the monorail. We arrived about half an hour late, and uh, so we were really rushed. um, And the service felt very brusque. It was my birthday, and it was probably the least special part of the day. We had breakfast at um, Ohana with Lilo and Stitch, and so on, and and that was brilliant. Uh, We did uh, mini golf, Fantasia Golf. We had a bit of time to relax back at Port Orleans, and we were going on to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. And uh, so our meal was at California Grill, and it was really the least special part of the day. It felt very rushed, and and the service was very indifferent. Mm -hmm.
0: And the 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 server kept calling Jill Deer,
8: yeah hello, dear. Right. hello what dear? You, dear what can i get you dear <laughs>
0: what,
3: what's oh. for you my dear <laughs> we, we've had a sort of opposite experience at cali grill it was like it was one of the most special nights we had on our yeah. honeymoon mm-hmm. they, they knew it was our honeymoon when we checked in downstairs um went up in the lift went over to the table they had us a table by the window mm-hmm. uh with little mickey glitter things you know, those annoying things you get sometimes with birthday cards or presents yeah. you unwrap and they go all over the floor and you can never hoop yeah. them up. <laughs> well, Our table's covered in those. Uh, so that was nice. And then we got um, the server came over two glasses of champagne for us. Wow. Uh, which wasn't from Disney. It was from a couple we were chatting to on the lift in the lift on the way up. Oh,
1: that's they sent
3: it over. They said they re- We reminded us. We reminded them them on their honeymoon 20 years ago when they'd come to disney for it oh oh, oh. So he sent over for us so that was cool and then um out on the veranda for the fireworks after the meal well the meal was lovely i um like an ox i think it was, was it an ox no bison steak Ooh,
1: that was nice. great
3: rare lovely pink oh it was beautiful um, was it wrapped
5: in aubergine
3: <laughs> just there it was it was just mooing I had to take the horns off and that was, it was beautiful oh it's spot on for me that and then uh out on the, the viewing uh, platform for the fireworks which was really really emotional I don't know if it was the Woodford Reserve I was drinking or the fireworks that or the moment that made me a little bit tearful no. and then as we were leaving we met this uh, I saw this girl at the bar that I'd seen in Epcot that day and she'd asked me about the IPA I'd bought from one of the little stands in the food and drink festival. So as I was passing, I was just said, oh, would you like that beer today? And she, she clocked, she remembered me from the daytime. She was there with her husband and um, we had a few drinks with them. And then they got were quite tipsy and picked up our tab at the end oh, of the night as well.
1: Oh, which was wow. Great. wow.
3: Which, which would have been about eight. We would, Me and the, the chat were drinking a lot of Woodford Reserve. We probably went through about three quarters, of, well, no, probably half a bottle, maybe more. And the girls were on wine and Bailey's and cool. then yeah he just, they just picked it up wow you know that yeah. they,
8: when, as soon as they hear this they're going to chase you down
3: yeah you'll never find <laughs> me the bill <laughs> they would sit, she like Disney never let, let uh, leave anyone stranded do they really in the in uh, the park so we missed the last monorail so we went down to the bus station we climbed over a railing the girl from this other couple ro- fell over and rolled down a little bit of the grass bank um uh, uh, and this fella, the Disney uh, cast member, jogged over his little radio, asked us where we were going. They were going to Polly, we were going to the Grand Floridian. And the next thing, just this bus, this private, this whole uh, <laughs> Disney bus pulls up to take us home. Wow. And then was she, it the uh, sweep
5: up the drunk people bus? It was, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, then we, we, the bus started moving, and within about five seconds, the girl from the couple was asleep and snoring. <laughs> So we are just say, can we go to the Grand Floridian first, please? Just drop us off. <laughs> yeah, that was a cracking night. Oh, so we've had the sort of opposite experience to you there, Jill, unfortunately. Yeah.
0: yeah. Great. Well, thanks all. Some ideas I have written down in my little black book there for later. And now it's that time we all like. And now it's that time that we all like. The time when people tell us what they're celebrating this month. Yes, it's time for the Mickey Mentions. And we have one this time from our very own Ben and Becca.
8: We'd love a Mickey mention for our February trip. We'll be off to make use of our newly purchased Disneyland Paris annual passes, assuming you managed to get them, (laughs) staying for three nights at Sequoia Lodge, and we'll be meeting up with family while there. We expect it to be busy, as it is half term, but hoping to achieve one of our New Year's resolutions of going on a ride which goes upside down. We're both really excited to see the new Frozen celebration and Legends of the Force. We have a couple of meals booked and they include Café Mickey and Silver Spur
0: Steakhouse. Have a good time, guys. Um, the um the What's It Called Salad at Silver Spur is very good. The salad. Well,
5: what's It Called Salad? That's what it's called. The What's it Called
0: Salad. Come oh, yeah. on. Uh, How,
5: what's that in French, Peter?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the salad What's It Called? <laughs> Um Le
5: salad
8: <laughs> Oh well,
0: what's it called? The You said the word the salad. salad that means the Cobb <laughs> <not good. laughs>
6: <Yeah. laughs>
0: salad. No salad is really nice at the Silver Spur. Yeah. The Cobb Salad is definitely worth it. Again, like it at www it is quite big. So if mm. you're gonna have it, bear that in mind. Mm. But it is very nice. And the steak is quite good.
8: Yeah, we went for the um More expensive menu when we ate there last time. Uh, We'd heard one or two reports of less than stellar steaks. Uh, So we we opted for the more expensive option. And Actually, it was really, really nice. It was a very good steak. It was perfectly cooked. And our server was hilarious. He kept walking past and just randomly doing Donald Duck impressions for no reason whatsoever. (laughs) He was absolutely hilarious. Just a lovely, lovely guy. So there you go.
7: So I want to say well done for planning on going your first upside down ride. I'm proud of you guys. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh,
6: Indiana
7: and Jones? Hopefully. <laughs> I would suggest hyperspace mountain though. I didn't really like Indiana Jones that much. I thought it was quite rough. Does anyone else feel this? is it just me? Yeah, I,
5: I wouldn't choose that as my first. Yeah. Oh, I, I think hyperspace mountain is an amazing ride.
6: We'll probably end up doing both. <laughs> but it's,
5: it's fab. I,
7: first so you don't get put off by indiana jones we're but going to advantage...
2: try and do um crush crushes coaster
1: first. oh yeah crush because that's
2: something we've to do for a while yeah
0: the advantage of, of making indiana jones your first ride that goes upside down is that the loop is over very quickly
6: mm. yeah that was why we chose that, that one that, <laughs> yeah it's, i think i think space is great enough.
5: though because it distracts you there's so many other things going on and it it'll be almost completely almost distracts well. you from yeah everything else yeah
7: so. uh, yeah it's a lot smoother it's, uh, it's a it's it's a lot better for as as a ride i would say um indiana jones is a bit is a bit rough
5: okay i always think that indiana jones is sort of over before it's really started yeah because th- yeah. originally it used to go backwards and that was an interesting
0: experience mm. i did that a few times
7: yeah, um, thumbs down for Indiana, thumbs up for Hunger
0: The shaking about and and uh, almost breaking your back is part of the Indiana Jones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and that's part of the filming. Bit. Okay, oh, okay. I'll take a
2: pass. <sighs> Indiana Jones or um X-vision Everest. Everest.
6: Ooh, Everest,
4: Everest, every time.
5: Oh Everest! yeah. Oh, that's all right then. Shouldn't yeah. be too bad. So maybe the listeners can uh, can comment in the. Um, In the which yeah. ride should Ben and Becca do first? Indiana right. Jones or Hyperspace
4: yeah. Mountain? Yeah. If you put up a pole, up. Up, 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 if you've done, you you done Everest, then you're fine because it doesn't go upside down. It just feels like it.
6: I hated <laughs> Everest.
4: It's brilliant. Oh, you'll be
6: fine. Love Tagrids. Okay. Hated Everest. Yeah, but
2: Hyperspace yeah. should be fine because you. Hyperspace, Hyperspace, I should, love Hyperspace. It's, I, it's so it's
0: good. Amazing ride. Yeah. And hyperspace is open in uh, early magic time. It is. Yeah. yeah it so is. you can get it done early. Mm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like straight after breakfast. Before breakfast. <laughs> before breakfast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or straight after breakfast.
8: Yeah. <laughs> literally a walk on first thing. Yeah.
5: I also um I would say when you go to Silver Spur, have a really close look at some of the detailing in the restaurant. Yes. The light fittings, the chairs. There's yeah. some beautiful, clever little things that you might miss if you don't look carefully to so take yeah. some time looking around the restaurant yeah it's but
2: it's bad looking forward to it because last time only spent sort of a day and a half
5: yeah
6: it's nice to well, have a few sort of it's less than a day and a half sort of four really. days three yeah. nights
2: four days
5: so yeah, loads of time take your time yeah
6: don't need to rush it this time
5: no It'll be nice you can tell us all about it when you come back yep I and sit, like, and sit in the
4: parish and go for a crepe later. <laughs> I think there's a crepe boot still there, John. There is, yes.
2: We'll be sure to take a photo.
5: French crepe.
0: (laughs) Anyway, have a great time, guys. I'm sure you will. We love Disneyland Paris and I'm sure that you will too. Okay, if you'd like a Mickey mention on a future show, whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, holiday or maybe that big reveal, you can email us at themickeywaffle at gmail.com. You can also follow us on all the usual social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. Well, that just about wraps it up. Gym bag in hand, we're going home. See you next month. And remember, waffle on.